Hey, hey, what's up out there, guys and gals? It's the Slicer here back on the uh, Slicer Anchor app. Happy Friday, August 9th. It's a beautiful morning, as always. I can't believe we are already into the month of August. Got our, our list of rants and random topics to talk about here on the show. So we're going to dive right into it. How do you like them? How do you like them apples? Got my uh, morning coffee right now. It's always good to uh, spark me. Wake me up in the morning. Get ready for work. This fires up my day. I'll tell you what also fires up my day. Talking about the nonstop chit-chatter about Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott. The running back for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you know, ESPN is really, really getting very old and real quick. It's been getting old for the past several years, longer than yet, longer than that. It's probably been since I felt like ESPN started to take a turn. I want to say probably around the end of high school, which would be 2007 for moi. Uh... It just seems like the range of sports topics and issues have just taken a turn in the worst direction possible. It used to be that ESPN would literally show you highlights of all the games that happened the previous night or that that day or that evening. And now we've gone into, ESPN has now gone in a direction where it's gone very political and it's now turned into the uh, Sports News Network. And that's really what it should be changed to. Not ESPN, um, the Sports Network, and however you want to you know, change that name and make it sound more cute and more professional and more catchy. But we're just going to call it the Sports, the worldwide leader in the Sports Network. Sports Network, ESPN Sports Network, whatever. But the point is, it's just turned into... A sports network, or a sports news network, rather. Let me let me rephrase: a sports news network. And there hasn't been any highlights to show for, other than the bread and butter bandwagon teams, the meat and potatoes, the powerhouse teams. There's a short list of teams that get uh, highlights, and all the other teams are an afterthought and are not even on camera anymore. And more specifically, what I'm talking about about where these the sports news topic is going is that it's focusing on individuals and debates you see on first take that I happen to loosely watch here and there. And that's also take a nosedive. I mean the whole the whole cast of characters, the, the episodes that have happened on ESPN, sports talk shows, everything has gone very political and it has really gotten away from the highlights of what we want to watch, the sports, the matchups that we can't see live, and the matchups that the matchups or the games that we want to see from a highlight reel on ESPN has no longer been there. So let me move forward now. A very relevant topic, and kind of the whole point of what I just ranted on of where it's gone, is we talk about people such as Zeke Elliott for the Dallas Cowboys. 
and a topic of what's going on right now, and which is literally apparently it takes up a whole hour to talk about, and it happens to be talked about every day now until he actually gets re-signed. So I want to say good job ESPN for really broadening your your creative ideas, uh, putting a show together other than talk about Zeke Elliott. So I'm not going to do the same thing because I've got other stuff to share with. Much better worth my time and your guys' time than talk about Zeke Elliott's holdout for the Dallas Cowboys and just the fact that the NFL uh, players today, especially certain positions, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, the running backs, now evidently the running backs are now becoming more of a relevancy as far as the way the game is being played. It's still a passing league, a a pass-happy league, but but with the running backs now that are in the equation, they're getting leverage to tell these uh, NFL owners, hey, he just got paid. Why shouldn't I be paid now? Set the tone now, the new direction, as the quarterbacks have always dictated the the salary for NFL teams as being the highest paid position, and rightfully so. I mean, they are the orchestrator of of the of the entire offense of the of the league of the team and the league of the way the game is played now of a high powered passing league and it's all done through through the quarterback. He's, they're the captains. They should be the highest paid position in football and the highest paid really arguably in sports. Followed by that is the wide receivers are a part of that because they're the ones that are receiving these catches and they're part of the whole new dynamic or the new style in football and that's been that way for quite some time but now we're starting to focus on running the ball more or ground and pound the way things were done originally when the game of football was played a run defense a stop defense on the run and the game is controlled at the line of scrimmage through a running game and now that's being started to become relevant again as Todd Gurley for the Los Angeles Rams got paid out last year. Le'Veon Bell, who held out last year for the Pittsburgh Steelers, did not play an entire year to prove a point that how he should be paid the the highest paid running back or paid like a quarterback to some degree, numbers like a quarterback. And it paid off because uh, now he's with the New York Jets this year, left Pittsburgh. And then now uh, it's Zeke Elliott's turn to show everybody, hey, I should be paid. I'm on the, I am arguably on the team, most popular team in all the sports. I'm on America's team of the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, that star that's on that helmet that is very recognized globally. They are America's team. I, it kills me to even say that, but I mean, there's an argument now that the New England Patriots obviously are the dynasty of football right now with Tom Brady at 42 years old. That's another topic for another day, but the Dallas Cowboys have always been considered America's team. And Ezekiel Elliott's on there, and he is the he is that the team runs through him. I'll give him that. So while the Dallas Cowboys owners Jerry Jones and others in that staff, the upper management, they are trying to figure out how we're going to you know pay Ezekiel Elliott, but also pay other players, upcoming players, to fit and complete this team, to make a team. Everybody has to be paid accordingly. And right now they're just they're trying to figure out. Hey, we got we all, although we want to give Zeke a, a generous offer, we want to make sure we have time. Excuse me, time. We want to make sure that we have enough cap space to pay everybody on our roster. As we have to fill voids, we have to pay people to stay for the long term and to keep this team as a whole. 
Otherwise, otherwise pieces of the puzzle will be leaving elsewhere to free agency and wanting trades and to, left, and to leave the organization. So you can't blame the owners, but you also, it's in it straight now. The point is Zeke Elliott is demanding and, and wanting to show leverage, flexing his muscles, showing that, hey, I'm, I am one of the top, maybe the top running back in the, in the NFL, and I should be paid as the offense has really gone through me. So it's been going on and on and on and on, and day in and day out during the NFL offseason. Training camp is already underway. The first preseason game started yesterday. And here we are. It's We're now less than a month away from the NFL kickoff. Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, September 5th, Thursday night, Soldier Field. It's going to be good. Really fired up about that. But I am, but I am so sick and tired of listening to Ezekiel Elliott's holdout and him going to a tropical beach somewhere, laying out, while he's waiting for his for, while he's holding out there to get paid to show up back to the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, practice facility and get back to work. So we'll see, we'll see. He is fun to watch, but ESPN, let's just drop it. Let's move on. Can we please show highlights? I know that this is the slowest time for sports, as really if we're talking about the four major sports between football, basketball. Baseball and hockey. Baseball is the only sport really that's on TV right now. That's that's currently going on. Let's just let's just get more exposure to and show show me all the baseball games. I know I know realistically I don't know if everybody wants to catch all the teams that have played last night, but I think you're going to educate all of us and we're going to get to see more of the teams that are out west in baseball, south, and versus showing a few games of the Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Mike Trout for the Los Angeles Angels. You know, a couple other stars that you know that are out there. Yelich for the, um, the Milwaukee Brewers, and then then that's that's called a cab. Let's 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 call it a top off for the day, and then move on and forget about the other 20, 20 25 teams that are out there. That's what ESPN's all about. That's that's what made ESPN ESPN is a great coverage of of showing highlights of every team you want to see that you didn't get to see on TV. Has now become an afterthought, and now if sports topics have focused, ESPN has made their sports topics on the sports news and politics of the world about certain individuals, and debates on topics of Ezekiel Elliott should he get paid, and we're not no longer watching games, we're not showing co- showing the coverage of highlights of sports across the globe. So we're moving on. That's my rant a little bit. That's that took about a little under eleven minutes. Not in a whole hour like ESPN. We're moving on. We are moving on. Ah, that was a good sip. Good old sip of coffee. Next up. Next on the lineup. My number two hitter. Right after the lead off of Zeke Elliott. The month of August has been a month of hosting. Be a good host. Well... We are in our second week of hosting. Allie and I are. We've got her her brother, Ty, and Ty's wife, Christy, coming to visit. They're coming up from Bowling Green, Ohio, visiting us this weekend, in the second weekend of August, to our month-long of hosting before we hit New York for Labor Day weekend. Allie and I are hosting Ty and Christy, her brother, her brother's wife. They're coming up again. Bowling Green, Ohio. It's going to be fun. 
we're going to take them to the major staple places. Uh, similar situation from last weekend when I had my buddies Mike and Johnny come visit, which was a lot of fun. We're going to take Ty and Christy to the plant is to take them to Founders, popular staple craft beer joint restaurant in Grand Rapids. Got to check it out. We're also planning to take them to Brewery Vivant, which is used to be an old funeral parlor slash church, and now the place has turned into a they made the place, uh, turning it into a brewery, another very popular spot in Grand Rapids. So we're going to take them to those two. And then after that, we've got some other ideas, fun ideas that we'll do. Relaxed by the pool. Going to have some nice conversations, be adults, have some young, grown-up time, enjoy the weather, go to church, catch up on life on their side, catch up on life on Allie and my side, talk about how we just made a bed frame. Yeah, Allie and I now have a bed frame. The bachelor pad living style is over. It's Allie and I living together. I'm no longer sleeping on a mattress and box spring. There's actually a bed frame that's put together that we put together. Allie did most of the work. I helped out um, the second half of the, of the process. Looks great. Looks really good. So we're going to talk about stuff like that, talk about our healthy lifestyle of living, saving money, working for the future long term, and I'm very excited about that. And we're going to talk about that with Ty and Christy, and we're looking forward to hearing their life, and they've got some good stuff on their end. Very good stuff for that matter. Going to keep it in confidence, as I don't know if I should be disclosing their information. At least not till when it's become public. It's going to be good. We are now almost about halfway into the show, 1410. Today, August 9th, I've been pretty excited about a couple releases, music releases. Slipknot. Slipknot came out with a new album today, Friday, August 9th. They've had a couple uh, sneak peek releases that I have really enjoyed listening to on Spotify. And it finally came out today, so I'm really excited to listen to the entire CD. It's called, the new album is called Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind. Corey Taylor, lead singer. Slipknot is one of my favorite metal bands. I'm really fired up to listen to that today. And then next week on Friday, August 16th, arguably, probably right now, my favorite band, Kill Switch Engage, they have a new album coming out. And their new album is called Autonomous. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Autonomous. Friday, August 16th, a couple of their songs have already came out for sneak peeks. Slipknot and Killswitch are definitely one of my favorite metal bands out there, period. I really like metal. I am in a uh, small percentile of the world, especially in the U.S., I feel like. I feel like other countries out there, there's a bigger metal fan base, community, metal community out there, metal fans outside the U.S., different countries, much more appreciative, appreciative of metal versus the U.S., at least that's my experience with metal. I have to say this, 
and talk about metal music for a little bit. Amy, I know you'll appreciate that. My buddy Jason will appreciate that. Dan from Venue Tower will appreciate that. Who else plays hockey with me? Who also introduced me to playing on his hockey team? Thank you, Dan. Julian, you appreciate metal. That's about where it ends, really, with the metal community. If I miss anybody else, shame on me. But it's a short list of people that I connect with that I can talk about metal with. And that's really about it. Everybody else is out there floating. And I really don't have a lot of metal people to share metal with. It's a small community. The rest of the world thinks the metal music is screaming. No no, no lyrics, just noise. Not musically gifted, just screaming. Not a lot of great a lot of not a lot of great instrumentation. Just a lot of head banging and banging in general. And that's really where it about ends for people. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and try to convert anybody. But I want to just say this. Why I like metal music a lot. Why I like metal music, it's the, it's the music that, it's music that pumps you up. It's music that lets you rage and let out the, the emotional inner self, the explosion inside you where sometimes you just gotta just, we're all animals by trade. We are, humans are animals, believe it or not. We are animals. Sometimes we just gotta let the animal out and just let us, and just let us explode and unleash. We live in a very politically correct world and a stable world for the most part. It's become less stable now, unfortunately, and which is really unfortunate. In 2019, hopefully it turns around, but we live in a world in general where we have to act civilized. And with metal music, I get the chance to headbang, rage, and just go nuts and rage, rage, yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's go crazy. Sometimes you just got to let it out. Sometimes you just got to rage and explode and go nuts and dance your dance your butt off and just let it all out. I can't go ballistic here, but I at least wanted to at least give you a taste that I really sometimes just got to let it out. Let's party. Let's rock and roll. Let's headbang. Let's go crazy and listen to some metal music all night long. Red old metal music is where it's at. Yeah! I love metal music. Let's party. Let's rock. Let's headbang. Let's let it all out. That's what metal music is all about. That heavy, that heavy voice of screaming music is just pumps me up. It's let the it lets the aggression out, not the madness. It it's madness, but it's good madness. It's not sure people call it angry music, but it also is just it's pump up music just to let yourself just again let it out, explode, and not necessarily for the worse, but for the better. That you know sometimes we are very, you know I'm a very happy person. I even have a T-shirt that says "Angry Music for Happy People." 
there's a debate that says that metal music is for angry people. Well, I'm a happy person. I'm a happy person that listens to angry music. The t-shirt again says, angry music for happy people. And that's who I am. There's also a, a generalization that people that listen to metal music are not the happiest campers, that they are either emo or not happy, dark and very negative, angry people, lots of tattoos, lots of piercings, long hair, stoners, rockers. Okay, maybe that some of that is true, but guess what? If people like myself, I go to work, good job. I have a lot of God in my life. I go to church. I have a lot of love in my heart. I love to make people laugh, make people feel good about themselves. And metal can also do that too. I think there is a misconception on what metal music can bring to you. Most of society says that it brings negativity and rage and not in a good way. But I'm here to tell you that metal music, give it a chance. You want to you uh, one day just come listen with me. Let me, exp- let, me, let me show you more so why I love metal music and how I act, how I react when I listen to bands like Killswitch, Slipknot, Lamb of God. Bands like those, Parkway Drive. Those are some of my favorites, metal bands out there that I really enjoy listening to. So that's my metal, a little of my metal spiel. But those, that's my take on metal, and, and I love metal. Metal is one of my favorite, my favorite genres of music, classic rock, rock, pretty much anything in the rock category. I love metal. I'm a metalhead. Amy, you get that. You love metal music. Let's rage. Julian, Dan, you guys get it. I don't need to explain it to you. I love metal music, plain and simple. Grandpa Joe. Switching gears to Grandpa Joe. Do you know who Grandpa Joe is? I do. I'm sure a lot of you are like, who the hell is Grandpa Joe? You will if you've seen the movie Willy Wonka. I love me some Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I got a I got a funny text message. I don't know if they want me disclosing as far as who I got it from. And I want to mention them. But I don't know if I can because they may not want me to mention them of who passed me this funny picture. I got a picture yesterday of Grandpa Joe. <laughs> it's a tattoo of Grandpa Joe. It says, Grandpa Joe... <laughs> or... <laughs> Grandpa Joe... F Grandpa Joe. F Grandpa Joe. <laughs> if you want to see that picture, just ask me. It says, F Grandpa Joe, a tattoo of Grandpa Joe. It says, F Grandpa Joe. The Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka. What did Grandpa Joe ever do to anybody to deserve that? Why would, why, why, should, why does Grandpa Joe need to get F? You know, why does that need to happen? F Grandpa Joe. He did nothing wrong. The guy can't even walk. He can't even get his ass out of bed for 20 years. He's been a paraplegic ever since. Ever since the movie was made in 1979, he's been a paraplegic. 
he did actually roll out of bed and go to the chocolate factory with his grandson, Charlie Bucket, the schoolboy, the man with the red scarf, the guy that only opened three chocolate bars, who his professor said, two, not 200, just two. Yes, 200, 200, no, two. Two? What do you mean you only opened two? Well, I can't do two Wonka bars, so let's pretend you did 200 Wonka bars. And then he goes off in a spiel on his chalkboard talking about percentages of how many Wonka bars people opened. Charlie Bucket only opened three chocolate bars. Third time's a charm. That really, uh, that really applies to Charlie Bucket to open up that Wally Wonka chocolate bar, a Wonka bar, and find that golden ticket only to get his paraplegic crippled Grandpa Joe out of bed. And Grandpa Joe went to... Went to Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory with his grandson, Charlie Bucket, and they had an experience of a lifetime. And for and for people to make a tattoo of Grandpa Joe and telling him, or to say on the tattoo, F Grandpa Joe, <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, why, what did he do to deserve that? Yeah, F Grandpa Joe. <laughs> no good bastard. Stupid, no good Grandpa Joe. Broken. Broken Grandpa Joe. He sliced. He stayed in bed. Never got up. Except for that one time at the chocolate factory. Chocolate on the shorts. <laughs> anyway, Senator, if you want if you want to see a, a picture of that ta of a guy's tattoo, F Grandpa Joe tattoo, let me send it your way. Just ask. Another, uh, I wrote this down, made me think of another random character in a movie. Remember the guy in Home Alone? The, uh, the guy that says, I'm terribly sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're mistaken. A limousine and a, a pizza. Tim Curry. His name is actually Mr. Hector. In the movie, I don't think I ever recall his name being mentioned once in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. The doorman, the, the GM of the hotel, the guy that just basically gives Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, a hard time about being a young child in the Plaza Hotel for using his dad's stolen credit card. Compliments of the hotel. Store wouldn't take your stolen credit card. I'm terribly sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're mistaken. We're looking for a young man. Classic. Classic. Love love Tim Curry. Love Mr. Hector. Great, great side character in Home Alone 2. Way to go. I was looking him up. And then I was uh, also looking up the cast of Home Alone 2. And boy, you gotta look up Daniel Stern. Mauve? 57 years old, I believe. 57 or in his 60s. Look it up. I saw his latest picture. That guy looks crazy. He looks like a beat-up Albert Einstein. And you guys know what Albert Einstein looks like. Smartest guy in the entire world. Of all time. 
<laughs> he looks like a broken version of Albert Einstein, or at least his broken brother. <laughs> anyway, so that's a side note, but you gotta you gotta check that out. Look up Daniel Stern and Marv. Marv from Home Alone, actor, name Daniel Stern. He looks like a beauty right now. Guys, it's uh, it's great to be back on. We're almost getting ready to wrap up the show for the day. Pretty soon we'll be I'll be talking much more about sports topics, sports related. I'll do all the talking. I'll I'll do all the sports news and my and I'll do all the talking and opinions about games to games. My opinion about how things are handled. Because I'm on I'm on the radio. I'm on a podcast. If I'm on TV, I'll give you the sports. I'll give you the highlights. But I'm looking forward to talking more about the NFL coming back, college football coming back, the best time of year. Followed by that, you get the NHL, regular season begins. Baseball playoffs are around that time as well. It's great, especially if the Cubs are in it. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is the first time in a while that the NBA is going to be uh, an exciting season as it was, it's going to become less predictable. There's still the favorites that people have, of course, just like every year, but it's not going to be the Golden State Warriors. It's not going to be the Golden State Warriors every year. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be deep in the playoffs, but it's not going to be them this year. It's going to be somebody else and somebody else from the Eastern Conference. So I'm fired up about sports topics. That's going to be coming up, especially after Labor Day. In the meantime, Al and I are going to be hosting for the next few weeks. We've got Ty and Chrissy this weekend. We've got my, my pal, Anthony Ayani, a giant, coming next weekend. We've got my mom and dad coming the following. First time, New York, five seconds. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a happy Friday and a great weekend. Sliced!